the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise me. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. Saints of God, our God is a God of transformation and manifestation. Transformations and manifestations that are all good. The word good in the Greek means good in any sense, as in in the widest sense. That means that the transformations and manifestation that God causes to happen are all good in ways that we'll never understand until after they've happened. The word good also translates beneficial. That means all the transformations and manifestation that God wants to cause to happen in our lives will be beneficial in more ways than we could ever understand. That's a few of the reasons why each and every transformation and manifestation that God promises and provides should be desired by you and me. Because whatever they might be, one thing we know is that they'll be good and beneficial to and for you and me, whatever they might be. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. I have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you today, and I'm telling you it's going to bless you in Jesus' name. We're going to talk a little bit more about transformation and manifestation, more so the transformation. God desires each and every one of us who are his to be able to experience transformation and manifestation. So since that's the case, come on, listen to a word that's coming from him to his so that he can share with you what he wants you to know and do. Have a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Foundational text is found in James chapter 1. We're going to begin reading at verse 16. We're going to read that, do a very brief review, dive head first into today's stuff, which I'm telling you is going to bless you if you've got a need to hear what the Lord's going to say to you in Jesus' name. James chapter 1, verse 16, it reads, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow or turning. Notice every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. And it tells us from whom? From the father of, of lights in whom there is no variableness. God tells us that the gifts he has in store for me and you are all good. He said they're good. That word good right there we found out means good in any sense. Good in any sense including every sense that we wouldn't think about as good. One of the reasons why we wouldn't think of it as good in any sense, because we ain't got the good sense that God has. Praise God. But God, that's why we learn to trust God and put our faith in God, because God know more than we do. So therefore, when God has stuff for me and you, it's good. No matter what we think it is, it's still good. We found out it also translates a benefit, which means that these transformations and manifestations that God has in store for me and you, which are including the good and perfect gifts that he has in store for me and you, they all are going to be very beneficial in our lives. They will benefit us in our lives. 
and not just benefit us, but benefit other people too. You know, the one that's connected with me and you, the ones that's going to get a chance to live life along with me and you, they're going to get a chance to benefit from it benefiting us too. We found out we should desire these transformation that God wants us to have. That's why we should be willing to do what we need to do so the transformation can be able to manifest for me and you. And one of the things that we found out we ought to do last few times was that in order to be transformed, we have to be transformed in and by God's hands. Transformed in and by God's hands. We found out we're supposed to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt me and you in due time. Praise God. That he'll raise us, us, lift us up. But the way up is down. Praise God in, in the things of God, which means you got to humble yourself before God. Bow your will and bow your way to what God has to say. And then you listen and do, then he'll lift you up on a given day. Because we found out our humbling ourselves, put ourselves in position to be lifted up with God. Placing ourselves in God's hand and, co- and cooperating with him will afford us the awesome opportunity to be transformed, which is a, one of those good and perfect gifts that God has in store for me and you. One of those things is very beneficial and it'll be good in many more senses than what is expected by me and you. But we found out God is the potter. We are the clay. And so therefore we're supposed to put our hand self in his hands and let him mold us and shape us his way. Clay is not supposed to argue with the potter who's molding them and fashioning them about how they think it should be. It's not like sitting down getting your hair, hair done, a haircut, praise God. You don't tell them how you where you want it to be. You just put yourself in God's hand and let him do it for you. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that you don't be disappointed like some of them folk do when they go in the military. They be like, take a little off the side and, you know, leave it, leave it a little on top. And they be, okay. And then they, mm, mm, they, just, they just cut it all off. Praise God. Because they say, look, everybody going to have the same haircut. Praise God. It's going to look the same with everybody. And God wants to do the same thing for all of us. He wants us all conformed into the image of his son. So we found out to be transformed. We need to go to the potter's house and put ourselves in his hand. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 18, please. We learn to go to the potter's house and put ourselves in his hand. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, hey, welcome to the potter's house. A.K.A. Word of faith. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) Jeremiah chapter 18. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? He told us what we should do. We should. Place ourselves in his hands and let him do what he do. Isaiah chapter 18, no, Jeremiah chapter 18, begin reading in verse 1. It says, the word of the Lord to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. Just talking about the potter's wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So that he made so he made it again, another vessel, as seemed as seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter, saith the Lord? Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. Another way of phrase, and can I mold you and shape you like that clay let me do? And that like that clay let that potter do? Can't you let me mold you and shape you into the person that I want you to be so that I can use you the way that I want to do? Can I do that? And that's what he's saying to the church of God today, too. Can I mold you and shape you like I want to? Or are you going to stay rigid and solid and not let me mold you like I want to? Whereas you're going to stay year after year living your life in such a way where I can't use you like I want to each and every day. Are you willing to yield yourself to me and let me do with you what I want to do? 
so I can turn you into the person that I always designed you to be so that you can do what I put you on this earth to do. Well, we found out we are the potter. He is the potter, excuse me, and we are the clay. And we allowed ourselves to be able to mold in, in his way. Some of us made a decision that we said, Lord, do what you want to do then. Go ahead and mold us the way you want to. Because we was already marred. We was already jacked up, messed up, toe up from the flow up. And we wasn't going to be lifted up by God to do anything. Praise God. Other than take us to heaven when it's come time to go. Praise God. But other than that, in terms of being used like we want to be used, God say no. Because we won't allow ourselves to be molded like he wants us to do. But some of us made a decision. We're going to let the Lord be God in our lives. So last time we got together, we found out seven important factors in any transformation process that God hasn't told you. We found out factor number one is that God will use his word in the transformation process of the molding of us and shaping us into the person he wants us to be. God's going to use his word to be able to help us transform into the person we're supposed to be. So to transform us into, the, into what he needs us to be, the potter uses the word of God that we hear to be able to soften us, soften our hearts so that then we can be able to be reshaped into the place, that he, into the people he wants us to be. God's word is the water. The potter uses it to assist the, manif- the transformation process because water softens the clay, making it more moldable and more shapeable. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We found out God uses word to mold and shape us while he's transforming us. Everybody say, thank God for the word. We found out factor number two is for the molding and the shaping to happen properly, the clay has to be centered on the wheel. We found out it has to be centered on the wheel. That's what the, wheel, that's what the problem is. A lot of us, we won't get on the, in the center of his wheel which is at the center of his will. We won't get in the center of his will, W-I-L-L, which is at the center of his will, W-H-E-E-L. We just stay on the edges. That's why we get this old lopsided life, praise God. That's why it seems like we're getting straightened out for a minute or two, and then we go around that, that part of the will, and then we're back crooked again. Praise God, because we won't get in the center of the will. We just want to get on the edges. Look at your neighbor and say, get off the edges. Praise God, amen. And so we need to get back in the center of his will so God can do what he want to do with us. We found out factor number three is that the molding and shaping of the clay can be a slow process. The molding and shaping of the clay can be a slow process. I know you live in this microwave society, praise God, where you don't even go shopping no more. You send somebody to do it for you. You don't even go to a fast food store no more. Ain't that a shame? Fast food ain't enough. You, you send somebody to McDonald's for you. Uber, Uber, Uber Eats and stuff like that. You're so lazy, you can't even go to get it yourself. Good God Almighty. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Hallelujah. And give them a tip if they bring it faster. Because you just want to add things right. We'll see when it don't work that way with God. God ain't Uber Eats. Is anybody hearing me up in here? <laughs> he ain't Grubhub. He ain't, he don't work like that. Praise God. He's he going to take as long as he need to to get done what he want to do with you. You can't speed God up. Because, in fact, we found out if you try to speed God up, you're just going to slow him down. Because he don't work like that. We found out when it comes time to being transformed by the potter, we got to learn that patience is necessary. Allow patience to have her perfect work. Factor four, it says that the clay has to stay on the potter's wheel and allow the potter to be able to complete the process too. Because some of us like jumping off the wheel before he threw. That's enough. And then we go ahead and run out and do something. Praise God, looking like we got this mohawk haircut. It's just that we didn't get it finished, praise God. So, no, you need to stay on the potter's wheel and let God do what he do. So don't serve a wine before it's time. Praise God. Because otherwise it's grape juice. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. God is be faithful to complete the work that he started in you. We found out factor number five is that the clay has to let the potter form it 
into what the potter wants the clay to become. The clay has to let the potter form it into what the potter wants the clay to become. That's why we don't look over to the left or to the right and see what God is doing with everybody else every day and night. And then say, we want him to do the same thing with us too. No, God said, I got something for you that I want to do and mold you in the way that I want to make you to be. Don't concern yourself with what he told anybody else to do. God knows the thoughts that he has towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to get you to an expected end. Your expected end may be different than somebody's expected end. So quit trying to be what you who, by the person you're impressed by and just be what God wants you to be. We find out factor number six is once the process starts, the potter doesn't stop until the process is finished. So if he don't stop till it's finished, we ought to have the same mindset too. And we won't be speaking from the potters. Well, are you finished yet? No, you're still on the wheel, ain't you? Praise God. That means he ain't finished. Let him finish the work that he's doing. And then, pot, and then factor number seven. We found out while we're on the potter's wheel being transformed, we're to keep our eye fixed on our potter. Because that wheel will have you spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning again. And if you try to focus on everything that's going on while you're spinning, you're going to be dizzy and you're going to fall out and stuff like that too. Or even worse, you're going to jump off that wheel because it's just too much for you. I just can't, just can't handle all this that's happening to me too. No, you just need to stay in the middle of the wheel and focus on one point. And he already gave you your point to focus on. And that's him. He said, keep your eye fixed on me. I'm the author and finisher of your faith. Just watch me. And that way you can spend as many times as you need to. But you'll still be able to keep a clear mind and a sound mind and let God do what he do. Have your mind stayed on Jesus. He said, because if you do, I'll keep you in perfect peace. Or rather than falling in pieces while he's taking care of you. Go back to Jeremiah chapter 18, please. Now, to transform us into what he needs us to be, the potter uses the word we hear to transform us. He uses the word we hear. Let's read it again. Read it again. Chapter 18, verse 1, it says, The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise and go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house. And behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter, so that he made it again, another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, behold, as the clay is in the, hand, in the potter's hand, so are ye in mine hand, O house of Israel. Now, in shaping his people like the potter shapes the clay, God shapes and reshapes our destiny. He shapes and reshapes our destiny. See, if we allow God to be able to shape and reshape us into the person that he wants us to transform into into being, then we'll get to live out the destiny that God planned for you and me. The destiny that God hasn't played for me or me. Destiny is, is something that he has projected for us, has prepared for us, something that he wants us to do and be. He has it already set up for you and me. But if not, if we don't allow God to be able to shape us and remake us like he wants to do, then, he'll li- then we'll live our lives living less than the destiny that God planned for me and you. We'll live our lives living less than the destiny that God planned for me and you. Mm-hmm. Let me read it out of the Revised Standard Version. I'm going to do verse 4 out of the Revised Standard Version, the verse, first book Bible I read. Praise God. It read it this way. It says, And the vessel he was making of clay 
was spoiled in the hand of the pot in the potter's hand. And he reworked it into another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to do. He reworked it into another vessel. He reworked it into another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to do. Now the vessel of clay that was spoiled was reworked by the potter into another vessel. One that was spoiled. Imagine he's working the wheel right now and he's trying to make this beautiful tall vase that he wants to use to put these long stem roses in. Praise God, yellow roses from Texas. He wants to, he wants to, wants to set it up and hook it up beautifully. Praise God. But every time he get it up so high, it just it spoils. It, it bends over and, it, and then it falls down and it doesn't. And he, he re, gets some more water and throw it on it and then he starts remaking it and remaking it and remaking it back into what it needs to be. But eventually it keeps spoiling and it keeps falling apart, praise God, and not being what it's supposed to be. God will even remake it into something different. Something that is capable of being. Because if that clay could not get that high, then he'll let that then he'll make it into something smaller. He'll make it into something smaller. He'll make you into a small one that can hold daisies, you know, or, or something like that too. You know. And then put you out there so that you can then be that too. One of the things I love about the Lord, he's going to get some kind of use out you. Even if it's not what he planned, he's still going to get some kind of use out you. It's just not going to be what he planned. It's not going to be as lofty of a position as it was intended for you. It's not going to be as valuable as a position that he planned for you. You're still valuable because he paid the same price for you. But he won't be as valuable a position that he intended you to be. But it'll be good, as good as he, as he can make it to be. So, vessel of clay that was spoiled was reworked by the potter into another vessel. That word spoiled means, you're going like this, affected in such a way that it's lessened in regard to its excellence, value, beauty, usefulness, etc., etc., etc. It's affected in such a way that is lessened in, re- in regard to its excellence, its value, its beauty, its usefulness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So when the vessel of clay is spoiled in the potter's hand, it's usually, excuse me, it's always not because of the potter. I said when the vessel of clay is spoiled in the potter's hand, it's not because of the potter. It's because the clay won't cooperate with the potter who's trying to mold it and shape it into a particular way. It won't cooperate with the potter. So remember, the difference between you and regular clay is you a clay with a mind of your own. You a clay with plans of your own. You a clay with ideas of your own. Most of them that was not put in you by him. The mind was put in you by him, but to what you think is not put in there by him. And so because of that, you've been affected by what has been placed in you. You've been affected by other things in you other than what it is he needs in you to be able to allow you to be molded like you want to do. So because of that, he's still going to mold you, but into something else because of what's in you. Won't allow him to be able to mold you into what he planned. And if we won't cooperate with him so he can get out of us what's in us and put in us what we need to put in us, then he's still going to use us and he's going to use us the way he can. When the clay isn't moldable into what the potter desires, the potter will still use the clay just in a different way. 
So instead of it becoming a beautiful and valuable piece of pottery, like the potter intended it to be, it'll become something else. It'll become something else. Still used by God, but not what he intended it to be. You know, like a candy dish, hallelujah, or an ashtray, you know, or something that holds your money and valuables rather than be something valuable that the potter would have preferred for it to be that day. It'll be something else. Be a candy dish. People will see, they, they'll come to you for stuff that's sweet. Every once in a while, I come in, it ain't there. Ain't nothing there, praise God. But, but they'll, they'll, they'll refill you, praise God. And, 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 and then you, you know, yeah, man, they can still use you. Ashtray, you know, dumping ashes and stuff on too. You know, but every once in a while, you get, you know, ashes wiped out and put over there, and you're looking all cute too. But it's not what he intended you to do. Let me read it out of the Message Bible. It might help you. I don't know. We'll see. Message Bible, a.k.a. the Gettable Bible. He puts it this way. It says, whenever the pot that the potter was working on turned out badly, as something happens when you are working with the clay, the potter will simply start over and use the same clay to make another pot. Now, I can only speak for myself in this one. I can't speak for nobody else. Praise God. But I'm thankful that while God is working on me, that if I turned out badly, that God would start over and make me into another pot. But I don't want to be another pot. I don't want to be another pot. I want to be the pot God originally designed me to be. So I purpose that I'm going to do everything I need to do to not turn out badly. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing in God's Word that the transformations and manifestation that He wants to do for us really are for us. Hope that you're seeing that God's not playing. He means exactly what He's saying. Brothers and sisters, God's Word is true. Transformation and manifestation really is what God's plan for me and you. Let's believe it's true. And then cooperate with God so that he can cause to happen the transformations and manifestation that he wants to happen in our lives. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christmas Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. Brothers and sisters, Word of Faith's annual Faith of Fire conference that's been held this week that I invited you to has been awesome. It started Wednesday evening, and my God, my God, my God, it's been powerful, life-changing. It's definitely been firing up the flame of the faith of God within us just like it was designed to do. The final anointing evening service was held this evening. God has definitely been in the house. Now, all you ladies out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas, it's not too late for you. 
Faith of Fire end zone tomorrow morning with an all-you-can-eat women's breakfast just for you at 9.30 a.m., where you ladies will be fed twice, naturally, with an awesome breakfast prepared and served by the Brothers of Word of Faith just for you, and spiritually, with an anointed Word of God ministered to you just for you. Nursing and VIP service are available for this too. All of this is available to you at no charge. But of course, a free will offering will be taken. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Both you and your faith will be set on fire at the Faith of Fire Conference at Word of Faith SA. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending us words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you've been blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. The Bible says God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. He's going to do what he said in his word that he would do. That is, make sure that you reap what you've sown. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that are coming your way because of your being a blessing that you've been to all of us. May God richly bless all of you by blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.